Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. We're going to repeal it and replace it. And, and it'll be great health care for much less money. We can have the benefits that were promised to them without any change whatsoever. But if we keep kicking the can down the road, keep digging the hole deeper, burying that deficit more, that's much harder to keep that kind of a commitment. Broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marcia from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. Our producer, Mr. J.P. Stacy. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. This is your show, America. Thank you for joining us and making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. By the way, if you uh, miss, you know, miss one of these and want to go back up and check it out later or tell somebody else about it, these shows are posted on TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud Radio, and iTunes, so they're all podcast up there. Um, they're also posted on my Facebook page, and you spell it C-A-R-Y, Carrie is C-A-R-Y Hall. So if you want to go on my Facebook page, and you can send me a question, or if you like something or don't like it, let me know, um, either on Facebook. But you can get us on those platforms. There, The podcasts are up there. They're also on our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com americashealthcareadvocate.com. Well, I want to take a moment before we get into today's broadcast to talk a little bit about some things that are going on. Um, we're going to be taking this show in a little bit different direction in the future. We're going to be adding some things to do with health. Um, we're going to be talking a little bit about diet and exercise. We're going to start doing some shows uh, specifically on yoga and Pilates, something I've been doing for about the last eight years that has made a huge difference um, in, in my life. And, and, um, I, I was just telling JP as I came in studio today, I had my physical and my doctor told me that, uh, I'm in better shape than I have been in some time. My blood pressure was at its lowest level. All my labs came back good. I attribute a lot of that to the exercise that I do three times a week doing yoga and Pilates and also has a lot to do with diet. So we're going to add some stuff in here about diet. Uh, we're going to talk about food, uh, and we're going to talk about exercise. I'm going to bring uh, Dana Goodale in, who is my instructor, and we're going to do some shows on this and talk about how this can make a tremendous difference for you um, in your health and the way you feel. I'm 69 years old, folks. I'm chronologically challenged, but uh, uh, I'm still in pretty good shape. And uh, sometimes people are surprised when I say that when they meet me. So we are going to take the show in a little bit different direction. We're also going to be doing some things on pet care. As many of you know, uh, uh, I've been a dog. I was a dog handler in the military. I was a canine officer many, many years ago when I was a young man, and I have had raised and trained dogs all of my life, um, and have two boxers now. So uh, we'll be talking about dogs a little bit too. So we're going to add some things, kind of mix it up a little bit, um, and continue to do. We will stay up to date on everything that's going on with health insurance. We're going to talk about some of those changes today. Um, so we'll talk a lot about that and we'll talk about health care issues. We, you know, we, we have doctors on, you know, we'll probably have Dr. Tracy Stevens on, uh, a renowned cardiologist here at St. Luke's, uh, hospital in Kansas city. We'll probably have her on here in the near future. We're also going to have Paul Ryan on. I'm going to bring uh, speaker of the house, Paul Ryan back on, uh, and I'm bringing him on specifically to talk about Medicare 
and what they're doing, uh, rolling back, what they plan to do in the rollback of Obamacare. So we'll talk about some of those things. But I just wanted to kind of let the audience know you can look for some new things here on America's Healthcare Advocate. We will continue doing the other things we have for so many years, uh, actually 14 years now, but we are going to add some new features to the show. We hope that you're going to like them. All right, so today's show is going to kind of be a potpourri. I'm going to go over a whole series of different topics, some related, some not related. Um, and, and, and some of these things that I'm going to talk about are a result of uh, some issues that been brought to my attention. The first one I'm going to start with uh, are short-term health insurance policies. I've done several television pieces here with uh, uh, KCTV5 here in Kansas City uh, regarding issues around short-term health insurance policies. People are going out and buying these policies, most of them online, um, and what they're finding is that, they're, that they don't have a real health insurance policy. So I'm going to give you a specific example um, uh, of one of these policies and the problems that it caused the gentleman who purchased it. So a company called Life Shield out of Oklahoma City uh, in, in Oklahoma uh, wrote a policy, a short-term policy for this gentleman. Um, they have total assets of about $69 million. Um, anytime I see a health insurance company with a total assets of 69 million, I get a little nervous. Okay. Um, Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City, just to be giving an example, one of the few standalone independent Blue Cross has assets somewhere in the neighborhood of about a billion B is in billion dollars. So this particular company has assets of 69 million. It writes short-term health insurance policies. And that is in fact, what happened with this gentleman. He bought the policy online thought he was buying a real health insurance policy, showed up at the emergency room at a local hospital here at St. Luke's Medical Center, got treatment, and guess what? He didn't have health insurance. What he had uh, was an indemnity plan that this, that this company sold him for $226 a month. You know, I've said this before, and, I'll, and I, I, I'm going to repeat it again. Do not buy health insurance online. It's, you don't know what you're buying. It's just not the smart thing to do. You know, if you sit down with an agent or a broker and, and, and go through the policies, if it's an independent agent broker, which is what I recommend wherever you are in the country, um, you will get, you, you'll get enough information to make an informed decision. Buying something like this online and then showing up in an ER and getting hit with a $17,000 bill that he now gets to pay um, because the indemnity policy, meaning the part that they're going to pay him, the way this policy worked is they don't, they don't have a negotiated agreement with the hospital. This is not Blue Cross. This isn't Aetna. This isn't Humana or United Healthcare. This is an, an outside-the-box short-term policy. All right, They're collecting $226 in premium and probably collected an application fee along with it and maybe some other fees as well. I don't know. I didn't see that part. But here's what I'm telling you. He bought this thinking he had health insurance. It was an indemnity policy. It was not a health insurance policy. If they don't negotiate with the hospitals and have a rate, like Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City does, all the Blue Cross plans across the country, like Aetna, like United, like Humana, then there, then there's no. if there's no negotiated rate, it's basically an indemnity policy, meaning the carrier agrees to pay you X number of dollars for each situation you may be in. I think for the emergency room here, it was up to $500 or something. So essentially, this man bought this policy from a company called Life Shield in Oklahoma City, and it turned out to be totally worthless. And this is not the first time this has happened. I've had multiple calls um, since open enrollment started where people could not afford. I get it. 
you know, the, the, if you didn't get a subsidy um, trying to buy a health insurance policy, uh, the premiums were ridiculous. I understand that. But there are alternatives to this that make sense. There are short-term policies out there that you can buy. Uh, and I'm going to talk about some breaking news on short-term policies here in the next segment when we come back after the break. But in this particular case, if he had bought the policy from Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City, he would have had a real health insurance policy with a negotiated rate. And that bill at the emergency room would probably have been around $8,000. I'm just taking a guesstimate here on the negotiated rate. And um, he would have paid the deductible. Let's say he bought a policy with a $1,000 deductible and another $1,000 out of pocket. He would have paid $2,000 and he would have been done. As it is, he stuck with $17,000 and he's paying a premium of $226 a month for something that's not worth the paper that it's written on. Do not buy health insurance online. It's one of the biggest mistakes people make. You know, this, this is not Amazon where you're buying a pair of shoes, okay? Or, or you know, or cookware or whatever the case may be. Um, th- this is your life you're playing around with here. Now, you know, thank God he didn't have a heart attack and have a $250,000 bill in a hospital or, or something else that would have caused him to file bankruptcy. And by the way, in case you didn't know this, 70% of the bankruptcies in this country get filed because of medical bills. So it's important to understand what you're buying when you're buying it. I'm going to go back to this agent thing for a minute. It doesn't cost you any more to have an agent sit down and go through policies with you and buy one through the agent than it does to buy it directly from the carrier or one of these online things. However, the broker or the agent who does this for a living is going to be able to tell you that's a good policy. This is worthless. Okay. This policy has this network or this policy. It doesn't have a network. Or this policy has a narrow network and only certain hospitals are in it. Those are all things that we do for a living that you're not expected to understand, but we can explain to you. That's why it makes a lot of sense to use somebody that's a licensed professional and understands this business. When I come back from the break, there is some news on short-term policies. That's really good news. We had a decision handed down by the White House last week, and I'll come to that. I'll, I'll explain all of that when I come back after the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. The website is americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. The phone number, if you need help today, 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. Operators are standing by. They will take your calls if you need help with health insurance of any kind. Feel free to give us a call. Stay tuned. I'll be right back with some really good news that can make a big difference for people that need these short-term health insurance policies. We'll be right back after the break with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Here on the HIE Radio Network, my producer, Mr. J.P. Stacey. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. Coming up this segment, we're going to talk a little more about these short-term policies. Then we're going to switch gears and talk about some other things that are going on out there and some other issues that people have reached out to me on regarding hospitals and how they're charging for certain things and saying they're not covered by your health insurance policy. So let's go back to this short-term thing for a minute. And by the way, if you need help, 
You can call us 877-385-2224 if it's individual health insurance, short-term policy. If you are chronologically challenged and looking at Medicare, we can help you with that. If you're an employer and you are struggling with the cost of your group health insurance policy, there are some pretty amazing alternatives out there now. Please give us a call. If you, are, if you have 50 or more employees, you may want to think about taking a look at one of the captive models out there, Pareto, Berkeley, East Coast Underwriters, one of those. We'd be happy to help you with that. Um, feel free to give us a call at 877-385-2224. Or that website is americashealthcareadvocate.com. You can send an email off the website and get in touch with me, and I'll be happy to help you. All right. Well, it was interesting. JP said something. You know, we went on break here. He said, yeah, the guy didn't read the policy. In fact, if he had even read the first two pages of the policy, he would have seen in bold black print on page two, this is not an ACA health insurance policy, meaning an accredited Obamacare or affordable health care policy um, that was accredited with the federal government. It was not, it was an accredited policy. It was outside the box. If he had looked at that, that should have been the first red flag. Okay. Uh, but, but he didn't. Okay. And he learned the hard way. So to reiterate, you know, for God's sake, if you've got one of these things, pull it out and look at it and make sure you understand what you bought. Um, if you don't call us, we'll be happy to walk you through it and explain it to you. All right. So here's some good news. These short-term policies uh, right now from accredited carriers like Blue Cross and Blue Shield, okay, across the country, they offer these policies here in Kansas City. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City has about seven or eight different deductibles you can pick from, from 500 all the way up to 5,000. They're very affordable. Uh, they're easy to get, uh, but they only last for three months. Now, the reason for that was because Sylvia Matthews Burrell, the former Secretary of Health and Human Services, on her way out the door as she turned out the lights in the Obama administration, changed the rules and said the policies could only be enforced for three months. Used to be prior to Ms. Matthews Burrell leaving Washington, they were good for a year. So you could buy them and they would stay in place for a year. So here's how it worked. You bought a Blue Cross and Blue Shield policy here in Kansas City, and it was good for 364 days. You couldn't, you, you couldn't have it for the 365th day, but 364 days, it was good. Okay, that's how it worked. So when, when Ms. Burrell made that change, and she did that, to force people into the ACA Obamacare policies. That was the whole reason behind this, just so we're clear on what was going on here. Well, guess what? Last week, um, uh, President Trump uh, issued uh, an, a, another one of these regulations he's getting rid of and changing. This is not a political statement. This is a factual statement, ladies and gentlemen. They are going to reinstate one-year short-term policies. Why is that good news? Because you can buy it once and be done for the year. So there are 60 days now of comments that have got to come out. All right, so we've got a 60, this, this happened, I believe. I got a call from a gentleman who had left the White House two hours after the meeting with the president um, and advised me, Mr. John Hart, advised me that the thing had been passed and it was great news. They actually sent me a copy of it. Um, and so now we're going to have one-year short-term policies available. That is a really big deal, all right, a really big deal, because they are extremely affordable, comparatively speaking, with the, with the ACA Obamacare policy. So I, I think this is going to give people another avenue to get insurance that's going to be much more affordable. So here's the deal. There's a 60-day period for comments for people to, to comment on this. I, I guess they put it up on one of the government websites and 
people can comment one way or another. At the end of 60 days, it will probably take the carriers another 30 to 60 days to change their policies and get them in place. So what I'm saying to you is by midsummer uh, or the very first uh, probably month of fall, these policies will be in place and you'll be able to buy them for the whole year. That's going to make a very big difference. All right. And I'm not sure if they're going to be written so that you can only buy them the way, the way it's set up now prior to this was you could only buy them for the calendar year. I think that might change and you may be able to buy them for a policy year, meaning that if you bought it in August, it would be good until August of next year or July 31st, whatever the case may be. So that is really good news. Um, Hats off uh, to the Trump administration on that because that's going to give people a break. That's going to give you some choices. That's going to give you some opportunity to buy health insurance at a much lower rate. Um, And those policies will be available across the country. There were some carriers pushing back against that. They didn't want that to happen uh, so they could keep people in those ACA policies. Um, I am thrilled that it's happening Because like I said, once again, it's going to give people an opportunity uh, to buy health insurance uh, at a price they can afford. And, you know, uh, most of the blue plans have got these, if not all of them. And there are some significant um, uh, ranges you can buy. And and the big deal about these that that I want to reiterate is if you buy one of these, and I keep using Blue Cross because it's the one we write the most of here in Kansas City on this type of policy, Blue Cross has a negotiated rate with St. Luke's or with HC hospitals or with Liberty or whatever the hospital may be, which means this, you aren't going to pay more than whatever that policy is in terms of your deductible and coinsurance because you're in a network. So it's a recognized policy by the hospital, meaning that if you have to check in or you're taken into the ER because you're having a heart attack or a stroke, they recognize that as a health insurance policy, period, and you are in. Okay, that's why these make such a difference and are so different than our friends at Life Shield in Oklahoma City um, who issue these indemnity policies and call them short term health insurance, which they really aren't. What they are is they're an indemnity policy that pays you X dollars for a visit or X dollars for an inpatient or whatever the case may be. And the case of the gentleman I talked about in the previous segment don't cover anything. And that's pretty much where it's at. So that's all the information on short term. I really wanted to spend some time on that today. Uh, and and give you some insight into how that works and uh, what you can expect to see. We will, as soon as uh, we get more updates on that, they may be sooner than uh, early uh, summer. It it very well could be once the 60-day period is over with that these carriers are ready to roll these out right away because they had these in the past, and it's not like they have to reinvent the wheel. So hopefully that'll happen very, very soon, and we'll see those and they'll be available to you. When I come back after the break, we're going to talk about an interesting situation. This is, I was asked to come uh, to KCTV5, and I've done a couple of interviews on this. And this is a situation where um, people are using their health insurance and going to uh, the hospital, specifically ER, uh, in the case that I'm going to talk about. And I've seen it on the anesthesiology side as well. Um, and they're getting separate bills saying it's not covered by the health insurance. How can that possibly be? If you have a health insurance policy, well, I'll talk about that when I come back from the break. Stay tuned. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting here on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back after the break. If you need help, the number is 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. 
or online at americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send us an email. If you've got questions, we would be happy to help you. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break with more here on America's Healthcare Advocate. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com, and our phone number if you want to call. Operators are standing by. You will not be put on the air, but they will take your message. I'll get back to you after the broadcast. 877 385 2224-877-385-2224. That is the number uh, if you need help with uh, individual Medicare, group health insurance, if you're an employer out there and you're struggling. I'm going to talk a little bit about some of uh, specific solutions on group here probably in the last segment. But if you do need help with any of that, please feel free to call um, 877-385-2224. We will help you. All right. So I'm uh, a, a reporter by the name of Angie Ricono here in Kansas City reaches out to me and tells me, uh, about um, a gentleman who uh, went to an ER here in the city. I'm not going to name the hospital. I'll just tell you he went to an ER um, and um, had had health insurance. He had Cigna. Um, and when he left the hospital, he presented his card. Everything was supposed to be taken care of. And a couple of months later, he gets a separate bill from a group of physicians. I believe the name of the group was Midwest Emergency Physicians or something like that for $875. He's like, wait a minute, I've got health insurance. Well, it turns out that hospitals are contracting with these physicians, and these physicians are not network physicians. Let me explain that. Remember in the last segment, I talked about short-term policies and network and all the rest of it? Well, there are certain groups of, of physicians that do certain things that have chosen not to work under the health insurance or network models. Evidently, these ER physicians who work as contract employees to these hospitals are part of that group. So what happens is you go and he went to the ER. um, He presented his Cigna card. The Cigna reimburses, in other words, what what Cigna pays the hospital and pays um, physicians. And this is this is an ACA Obamacare policy is Medicare plus 15, which means it's 115 percent Medicare plus 15 to Medicare 115, as we call it in the industry. That's well, they're not accepting that reimbursement. So they're billing him this additional 870 some dollars. The hospital's response when uh, the reporter reached out to him, this is standard practice um, and that th- this is how it's handled. Well, unfortunately, um, uh, I did some digging and there is truth in that. And these physicians who in this ER group have decided they will not accept um, payment uh, at the levels being reimbursed by uh, the, the insurance carrier who has a contract with the hospital, and therein lies the problem. Now, if he had had a Blue Cross policy or even an Aetna policy, there's policy language in those policies that precludes the hospital or anybody else from billing them this way. But in that Cigna policy, which is an ACA policy, all right, an Obamacare policy, that language is not there. All right. So as a result of that, this gentleman is stuck with that $870 bill. Um, is it fair? No. Is it legal? Yes. Is it morally 
questionable, in my opinion? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, you know, if we're going to start parsing out ER visits and what physicians are going to pay versus what they're going to accept from the health insurance and what good is the health insurance? Now, as far as I know, um, Cigna is the only one with this situation right now here in Kansas City. They have uh, a, an ACA policy, um, the, the individual health insurance policy, and their language does not include St. Luke's in that network, and therefore um, he is liable for that amount of money. It's a very unfortunate circumstance. There's not a hell of a lot you can do when you're going to an ER. He thought he was having a heart attack. It turned out it wasn't the case, but you don't go in and ask, um, gee, is this going to be covered by my health insurance? Because if you got a legitimate health insurance policy, and he did, it should have been covered. Here's where I most often see this, okay? Most often I see this in anesthesiology, all right? So what happens is the, the hospital, you go in for a surgical procedure, the hospital, you know, the anesthesiologist always comes in right before the surgery and has a few words with you and tells you what's going to happen and blah, 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 blah. Okay. And then you go in and you have your surgery and you get a bill, separate bill for anesthesiology. Now I've had this happen to multiple clients of mine. All right. Well, now, just like I said a minute ago under Blue Cross and under Aetna, their contract says that the hospital cannot do that. Now, that doesn't mean it doesn't get done. It just means the contract says they can't do it. When I have seen this happen, since I'm the broker, I'm the agent that represents my client, individually, group, or otherwise, I turn it right back on the hospital. Say, wait a minute. You're not, you, <laughs> you didn't tell these people that they were using, you were using an out-of-network independent anesthesiologist. You just proceeded with the surgery. Now here, I have a leg to stand on because they, the, my client got pre-certed, pre-certification for a surgical procedure. So I had a gentleman who had a burst appendix. He had that surgery, but he had to go back in again for, for another surgery because there were some problems. The same thing happened to him. When I called the hospital and said, no, 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 no. We're not paying that. Okay. This is wrong. The hospital said, yes, well, we'll go ahead. We'll, we'll take care of that. All right. But, but it's important, you know, ask questions, okay? Ask questions. When you're being admitted to a hospital or you're having a procedure done, ask questions. My health insurance, here's my card. It's a Netna card. It's a Humana card. It's a Blue Cross card. I'm asking you because I'm checking in. I'm going to admissions. Is everything going to be covered? Are you accepting this health insurance? And whoever that person is, make sure you put down their name and the day you had that conversation. So that if an issue like this occurs, you can go back to your broker, your agent, that's our job, okay, and say, you know, I, I got this EOB and now I've gotten this bill and this bill says I have to pay for this. I've got an anesthesiology bill of two or $3,000. The best story I can tell about this was a client of mine a number of years ago who had a double knee surgery at the same time. The woman was remarkable. She had them both done at the same time. She got two bills for anesthesiology. And she paid one, and one, one, the insurance carrier paid the other one. And then she called me after she'd paid it, and she was upset. And I said, well, you shouldn't have paid that. Let me, let me ask you a question. I said, did you have two separate surgeries? Did they put you out twice? No, they put her out once. But this anesthesiologist's office billed her twice. Turned out that was something they were doing a lot of, right? Now, she, didn't, she got her money back because I threatened to report them um, to the licensing board in the state of Kansas that oversees um, physicians and hospitals. And she got a check back about two weeks later. 
But this kind of stuff goes on, ladies and gentlemen, so you have to pay attention and you have to be aware. And I know it's complicated, but <clears throat> once again, ask. If you're going in for a procedure, ask specifically on anesthesiology. I want to make sure you've got my card down. You've got my Aetna, my Blue Cross, my Humana, Signal, whatever it is, United Healthcare. I want to make sure that I'm in network here, right? Everything's covered in the network. Is that correct? Okay. So, so that if something like this happens afterwards, you can go back and say, no, I have a pre-certification number. I was pre-certified for this, meaning they called the insurance carrier and said they were going to get payment and it was authorized. There was no issue with, with the hospital getting payment. That, that, that's where that's at and that's what you need to do. Um, and it's one of those things that people need to be aware of. So I, I, the ER thing is a different issue. Um, it's more complicated, more difficult to deal with. In, in this particular case, um, I, I still think that needs to be turned back on the hospital, and the hospital needs to go back to the physician and say, if you want to keep working here, you're going to accept that payment and not go after these people for separate money, because I think it's wrong. But on the anesthesiology side and some of the other areas where this occurs, um, if you've got pre-certification from the hospital, you should be covered and you shouldn't have to deal with that. So I just wanted to get into that a little bit and explain that. Um, when I come back from the break, I'm going to talk about a, another new development that, that's coming out of the Department of Labor that I'm extremely excited about. In fact, I'm working on um, uh, two groups right now uh, that, that, may, that may be moving into this mode of buying health insurance, and I'm going to explain it when I come back um, and, and tell you how it's going to work. These are the association plans. Um, a lot of you may remember that we had these around uh, up until ACA and Obamacare eliminated the association plans. Well, they're coming back. And I'll tell you how that's going to work when I come back after the break. And it's something you're going to want to pay attention to because this is an opportunity uh, that if you're a small business owner, um, you may have a tremendous opportunity here uh, to buy health insurance like people at Costco, Whole Foods, Home Depot, uh, Quick Trip, et cetera. Do. So stay tuned. Um, I'm going to be back, back after the break with more. Once again, if you need help with any of this stuff, uh, whether it's individual health insurance or group health insurance, um, or if it is Medicare, okay, and you're, you're struggling with, you know, how do I get my Part B or what is Part B or what do I need to get signed up, uh, give us a call at 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224, or go online to the website americashealthcareadvocate.com. And by the way, there are videos up there. They're short. They're a couple minutes each that talk about Medicare. Uh, there's, there's a video up there that talks about what a captive plan is. Um, so there are different videos up there that explain this stuff. All you got to do is click it. About two minutes, you'll get a pretty decent understanding of how it all works. Stay tuned. I'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the Fruited Plain here on the HIA Radio Network. You can find out more about us by visiting our website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Phone number 877-385-2224 if you have questions. My producer, the always perfect Mr. J.P. Stacy. We're going to wrap it up in this segment. Um, so a couple things, by the way. 
Um, it, it, you know, we've, we've talked about short term. We talked about some of these other issues right now. Now I'm going to talk a little about something that, that I'm excited about because I'm already in the process of doing it. And, uh, folks around the country, if you are uh, at all interested in this, reach out to me and I'll be happy to help you with it. I am putting together two association plans right now. One is for, uh, uh, property and casualty agents It's being, it's going to be called, it is going to be the MOCAN PNC Independent Agents Association. Why am I doing that? Well, an American family agent who happens to be my agent reached out to me and said, you know, we don't, we, American family doesn't provide health insurance for their agents and neither does State Farm or any of the others. Okay. These folks are out there on their own. And of course they're in this area where they have to buy health insurance off the marketplace. And it's really a bear. And if they're agents, it's hard for an agency to buy a group policy a lot of times because they don't have enough people um, there and or people are coming, going, whatever the case may be. So, or those policies are expensive too. Now, as a result of um, some legislation that again, some a change that President Trump is making, that I was in a high level meeting at Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Kansas City about a week and a half ago. Um, we had their senior underwriters, we had a whole group of people there. And guess what? Department of Labor is going to issue guidelines. We think we're going to see them in the next couple of weeks that are going to allow you to come together if you have a like uh, field. In other words, if you're if, uh, PNC agents, property and casualty agents, the other one that we're working on are real estate agents uh, with a colleague of mine. So if you're a PNC agent or you're a real estate agent, whatever the case may be, you're going to be at a band together. Um, and, and form an association and buy health insurance. Why is that different? Because in the past, you had to already have an existing association for two years or more, and you could not put one together for the purpose of buying health insurance. Do you recall when the president talked about buying health insurance over state lines and all these other issues? Well, this was one of the things that he talked about. So small businesses now, we've got about 300 people that are interested in this association that are property and casualty agents. So let's just say that each person has one to five employees in their company, uh, in their agency, in their office. And out of that, we pick up another 100, 150. We have the potential to write 400, 500 people on here. What do you think the buying power of a 400 or 500 life cases versus you buying it individually or buying a policy with two people on it? It's huge folks. Okay. This is going to let people buy health insurance um, uh, in in a completely different way. These the, these association plans have been around were around for a long time, but they got knocked down in Obamacare because the idea was to force everybody um, into the ACA market, both on the group and the individual side. Okay, the good news is these association plans are coming out. They're going to make a big big difference. Um, and we are in the process. In fact, I'm going to be speaking with the attorneys. They're going to be putting together this association for me here in the next few days. Um, and the good people at Blue Cross will be administering it. Um, but I will be putting it together. Um, relatively straightforward. It's not rocket science, okay? But it will make a huge difference. And we're excited about the opportunity. Um, if you want to learn more about that, if you're interested in that, feel free to send me an email or, or call my office, 877-385-2224. Now, look, you're going to have to have about 100 people to make this work. It's not going to work with 30 or 40 people. Um, and here's the other thing. You know, you can, it can be an organization of people that, you know, are shoe shop people. If you're, you know, if you're a cobbler, 
Okay, and you have a, a group uh, that, that you know gets together, or if you're if you're a, a group of mechanics that work in gas stations, or you know whatever whatever it is, think of anything where you where you have like-minded people that you're associated with in any way. This is an opportunity that's going to be available now to buy health insurance. And I will tell you this, it is going to drive the cost of health insurance down. It's going to make a big difference. So that's important. I want to talk real quickly about uh, captive plans. That's another uh, uh, area that we've done a lot of work in. Um, that is where employers are coming together, the Pareto Contrarian Recaptive or the Berkeley Captive, the Hamilton Captive, East Coast Underwriters Captive. Those captives are available. Typically, that's 50 lives. Okay, up to 500, some, in some cases as many as 1,000, will we'll step into a captive and buy, in the Pareto case, there are over 300 employers in, that, in the contrarian re-captive. If you want information on that, I have two videos that I can send you. You have, to, you have to reach out to me. I'll send you the videos. You log in with your email address and watch the videos. They are 13 and 14 minutes long but they give a very clear understanding and ex explanation of what it means to go into a captive, what's expected of you if you're coming in the captive, um, and then what are the results? Well, and I can tell you this much. The people that we have in these programs um, have seen their cost average increase between 3 and 4 or 5%, and after about 4 to 5 years, they flatline. They literally flatline in a lot of cases because you are controlling the cost of health care, not trying to control the cost of health insurance. Um, these videos clearly explain that. If you've got 50 employees, 100 employees, 200 employees, whatever the case may be, send me an email, call me, go to americashealthcareadvocate.com, send me an email. I'll be happy to um, explain this to you, send you the videos. You can watch them. There's no obligation. We're not going to chase you with, with emails and flyers and a lot of nonsense. If you're interested, super. I'll send them out to you. You look at them. If it makes sense, call us back. Uh, we'll tell you what it takes to get involved. There is a um, Pareto conference coming up in May. You can attend as a guest, as my guest. Um, if you're qualified, you have to qualify to go. In other words, they have to know you're serious about wanting to do this. But if you're at all interested and you'd like to meet some of the people that are in this cap and have been in it for a lot of years, this is an opportunity. So feel free to give us a call, 877-385-2224 or online at americashealthcareadvocate.com. There'll be more about how we're going to change this show. JP and I are working on some things. We're going to talk about some of the new segments we're going to plug in here and, and, and some of the things we're going to do moving forward now that I have a little more time to do this. So... With that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening today. And now I leave you with this thought from Dr. Martin Luther King. Americans must learn to live together as brothers and sisters, or we will surely perish as fools. You've been listening to America's Healthcare Advocate here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. Remember, friends, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Goodbye, America. 